Hi, this is Dondi, and welcome to Tom's Take. Well, family, today is kind of a special episode because today is January 6th, 2021. And today is a day of reckoning, if you will. Today was a day where America lost its... I, you know what? I'm going, That's not true. It didn't lose anything. Today, America aired their dirty laundry on the lawns of the Capitol building in the Capitol or at the Capitol of this country. It was surreal to watch. Having been born in the 60s, I didn't uh, witness a lot of... Uh, riots and protests of such. Of course, you know, we've seen them on television and movies. We've read about them um, and such. And and here in the late, we definitely have discussed or seen a lot that's going on with Black Lives Matter. But again, um, you know, it's all part of the heartbeat of kind of the things that's going on in America. But today was truly a sight to be seen. It, it was a sight to behold. It was so disrespectful. It was disrespectful of the democracy that we all claim that we are so proud to have. It disrespected the flag that we have come under scrutiny for not respecting. It, is, it was so disrespectful to the people that were in the Capitol building today doing their jobs, the jobs that we, um, whether we agree with them or not, that we uh, appointed and elected to do their jobs. It was disrespectful of those of us who uh, voted and voted in the middle of a pandemic, voted in the middle of uh, unrest in the country. We got out um, despite the fact that there were so many things that was telling us that we should not have been out. It was so disrespectful to those who believe in the Constitution. And I'm saying that regardless to, to, to your ethnicity or your gender, that actually believe in the red, white, and blue, and that there's a due process. I've been hearing this entire, well, last year now, you know, to comply that there are rules, there are regulations, there's no, there'll be no disrespect to uh, the flag. There'll be no disrespect to being patriot, uh, to being patriotic. There'll be no uh, disrespect to an American. And if you have a problem with being an American and abiding by the democratic constitution preamble bill of rights that has been written based on forefathers, then leave. But we saw today unreal, the unrest of this country. I have a son and, you know, he recently, uh, well, we were recently discussing firearms, just he and I having the conversation about, you know, owning them and that type of thing. And to see weapons of mass destruction, I'm going to use that word because these were weapons of mass destruction. And it started with the mindset. Those people brought weapons in their minds, bodies, and spirit. They came to destroy to destroy the process to, and to destroy the, the, the procedures, to destroy um, any people that were in the way, to destroy 
property, to destroy any policies. They came to do that and they carried it under the umbrella, under the flag, under the overview of the red, white, and blue. Mind you, your president didn't win in the normal, and I put air quotations, elections. I'm saying that because obviously what took place on November 3rd, 2020, and the few weeks prior to that in early voting, obviously was a hoax. Speaking of hoaxes, uh, the COVID was a hoax and all these other fake news. November 3rd was fake news. I stood in line. My, I stood in line with my 21-year-old daughter, Duke, who was her first time voting in a, in a uh, presidential major election. I was a part of a hoax. And many of you, like me, were a part of that same hoax. And I say that because you're telling me that those who endured heat, COVID, uh, and all the other suffering that went from that, the long drives, the long lines, that it was, what we did wasn't real. Now, here's what's interesting. We followed the rules that you put before us. Now, I'm never going to say that the voting process is foolproof because it's, it's created by humans. And we know what that looks like. Anything that humans touch can very well fall apart. But that's not what I'm, that's not what this is. We, we played by the rules. You told us to get out and vote. We were told to vote. We were asked to vote. We were subpoenaed, if you will. We were coerced. We were bombarded. We were emailed. We were text. We were Instagram. We were tweeted, Twittered, or tweeted, or whatever it's called. We were Facebooked. We were called. We were uh, received mail. Vote, 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 and vote. We were even told, you know, to not to mail them in, to don't mail them in, to go to this place. No, don't go to this place. All of these things we were told to do, and we did it. And I mean, we as Americans, we. And because the results were not what, who, who wanted this election, there were, what, what's that number? Uh, 140, 50. For what, 15 million, 15 million people, 16 million people, 7.7 7 million people or 8 million people or 70 million people, whatever the number is. I don't even know the numbers. I'm so um, outdone. Millions of people voted. And if we split it down the middle, let's just say, let's make it easy. Instead of it 50-50, it was 51-49. That's how close it was to me and my mom. Mr. Trump walked away with 49 and Mr. Biden walked away with 51. So that was close. So that make you say, hey, but that still says to me, if my guy was the 49 guy, that still says that he maintained what he came here to do, which was to maintain his, his base. And the 51, all that says is that there were a few people more or less, depending on which side you want to be on, that said, I think I'll go the other way. But because of that small margin, you're saying it's a hoax. It's fake news. We cheated. And you dropped that nugget into the spirit of your followers months before you said it was said it was written. It was rewritten. It was repeated that if you lose, Mr. Trump, that it was going to be fraudulent. You said you told your people to not mail in vote. Okay. 
because if you do, it's going to be fraudulent. So what did Mr. Biden's supporters do? They didn't mail in. But see, the thing about the mail in, which was interesting for this situation was we're in the middle of COVID. Now, we can't go to the grocery store. We can't go to school. We can't go to church. We can't go to the club. Hey, we can't do any of those things. We have to do everything online, everything, to include doctor's appointments are online. But we were told to physically stand in line because we should not mail in our votes. So you wanted us to physically be in a position to vote, put ourselves in harm's way. But we couldn't do that for any other thing that was important to us. Not to say that electing voting wasn't important, but I'm just saying there were other things that we could have wanted. We might have wanted to do, but we told no, no, no. But we were allowed to stand in line. And so we did. Georgia did. Pennsylvania did. Uh, Arizona did. Michigan did. Along with the other 40 plus states. They did. And to the wire. I remember reading that it said if Florida, whoever being wins Florida wins the election. Well, this was a this this election was precedent because Mr. Trump won Florida. But Mr. Trump and his followers and supporters didn't bank on people that look like me. See, people like me, we we dealt with COVID this year, but we also dealt with a hard blow of the Black Lives Matter movement. It moved this year. See, Mr. Floyd. He was our sacrifice for that movement. It moved and it moved people to the polls and it moved people to go and register to vote. And it moved people to get out and say, I have a voice because obviously no one's listening. We did it the way you told us to do it. You all have told us to vote. You have a problem, cast your ballot. Tell us how you feel. We did that. And then today, today, January 6th, 2021, you all set America on fire. You have people sitting in congressmen's and senators, Nancy Pelosi, somebody sitting at her desk with their feet on her desk. How disrespectful. And it's okay. I tell my son as a young black man to be careful how he walks to his car. But there were Men who walked into the Capitol building. Now, I can't even walk into the airport with a fingernail file. I can't even go to the court with uh, uh, the, the, the little uh, screwdriver that I use in case I for, fix my glasses. But they walked in with guns. Now, we're going to talk about when we, what's a, what, where we think something is a threat. There's one thing to have a concealed weapon and I can't see it. You have a gun. And we know there was no hunting, no game at the Capitol building. So what were we hunting? Those guns were to say what? And now we're saying, uh-oh, stop, 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 stop. Okay, okay, y'all, you all stop. Listen, you cannot put the milk back into the jug. You cannot uh, put the leaves back on the trees. This is not a reversal kind of thing. This has happened. That whole cat out the bag, oh, it's more than the cat out the bag. It's the lions, the panthers, the pumas, the tigers, the jaguars. They out the bag. No, they're out the jungle. I say, America, I say, this is where we are. <sighs> well, all I can tell you is to be safe. And I mean, with the things you say, the places you go, and how you navigate yourself in this world, 
starting today. We're all excited about January, what, 20th, 20th, 20th? I don't know. I don't know if I'm as excited about that day. I don't know if I was Mr. Biden, if I'd want to inherit this. I don't know. I don't think that we're wrong for having voting Mr. Trump out, but I don't know if I want Mr. Biden to lose his life after this. And I mean life, maybe not in the physical standpoint, but he has an uphill battle that's starting in the basement and he's trying to make it to the hundredth floor. He's got to get on ground level before he can even start counting floor number one. And Miss Kamala, Miss VP elect, man, I can't imagine what you and your husband and your children are discussing, what this looks like. I can't imagine what you're saying to your young niece about America. And she's excited about her TT becoming the vice president. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine, Mr. Biden, what you're saying to your granddaughters. I, you have no words, despite the fact that you've been in politics for over twice as long as they've been alive. You, there are no words. And I, I say to you, say just that. Say, I have no words. Despite my 70 plus years and Miss Kamala, my 50 plus years of living, I've never seen the likes of this or never thought I would see the likes of this or never thought the likes of this could exist again because it's definitely an again. So that's the world we live in. When I don't like what you do, when what you do does not line up with what I want, the way I want it, then I get the right to throw a tantrum. And not just in my house, I get the right to come to your house, knock on your door and throw that tantrum in your house. Despite the fact I did what you asked me to do, the way you asked me to do it. Hmm. It's an unrest in America right now. So Mr. Biden, Mrs. Harris, I don't know. We always talk about what we're leaving to our children. I don't know. I don't know what Donald Trump has left you. These people say that they will not back down. Your lives are at stake. You'll spend more time worried about your life and the lives of your loved ones before you can even begin to start to govern. And all these people who supported Mr. Trump all these years, so you don't chastise a child when they're 18 of their misbehaving. You correct it when they first do it at 18 months. So you have time to correct the behavior and give them an alternative way of handling things. But that's not what was done. What was done was he's okay. That's not what he meant. That's misconstrued. That's hoax. That's fake news. Well, there's a family today. Today, sixth day of the new year, that this weekend, instead of maybe getting over the holiday blues, and taking down the tree and, I don't know, going for a walk, you know, to get out of the house before the, the world maybe shut down again or getting out because the world is opening up again, whichever way you see that, instead of going and looking at the gifts that you received over Christmas and deciding which one you're going to wear or which one you're going to play first or which appliance you're going to use first, what they will be doing is casket shopping, funeral arrangement 
processes and contacting others, family, and saying, yes, our loved one was a part of that melee, that foolishness, that madness, that disrespect, that no regard to human life. She's gone. And for what? And for whom? And for why? Hmm. All the democracy. Okay. Well, I've always said that nothing under the sun shocks me and amazes me. I always said the only thing that I think would ever shock me is if I woke up one day and went to the doctor and the doctor told me, oh, by the way, you know you are a man. Well, I, I guess I'll still say that. I, that's the only thing I think that would make me pause. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I've paused now and I just don't know what happened and why it happened. And what? This is truly a what? I'm going to say this and it's time for me to get off somebody's post today that this, it said, uh, 2020 part two is wild. Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll add that, you know, rest in peace, Mr. Eric Jerome Dickey, one of the greatest, uh, African-American male writers. Get well, Dr. Dre one of the most um, forward-thinking rappers of his time. And then I say America. Hmm. Truly the chickens have come home to roost. Hmm. Well, family, stay safe. Hmm. Keep your head up until the time comes for us to do what it is we want to do. And that's talk. I'm out. Thank you.